And of course, it's time for the business news. Ko Takuhua Inaine, ko Nona Peltier, who's in the studio. Moolah, Nona, this is a payday lender, right? It's gone into liquidation. Mm. Yes. Tell us the story. Well, it's hard to know exactly what's happened because we don't have a full report and we won't have one until Monday uh, next week. So uh, in the meantime, what we do know is a venture capital firm uh, which had loaned some money to uh, the parent company of Moolah. So Moolah and its other subsidiaries of this uh, company called NZ Fintech Group Holdings. They had companies called Moolah, which... I think is a payday lender. Uh, Zuma, which is a uh, one that offers money for vehicle finance, yep. and a other one, another payday lender called Need Cash Today. Those three uh, plus others. There's, I think, about seven other groups uh, or companies underneath that umbrella that's involved in this uh, receivership. So the company that loaned the money to NZ FinTech Group put that company into receivership, thus putting the rest of the firms into liquidation. There you go. So now, it's a complicated web, but we don't know the reasons for it. Well, we this. don't know the reasons for it, but we do know a little bit about Moolah. It's not the first time we've talked about this company. Uh, back in the day, you know, I think 2017, I did an interview with the company then, and they had been raising funds for expansion. They were offering a 12% return on your investment, and those are the days when, when you could get almost nothing for your money in terms of a return on investment uh, for cash. And uh, that, that they were offering loans with high demand, they said, at 40 percent effective interest rate. So they had no trouble attracting customers for that amount at those days. Um, but anyway, uh, times have changed. And in between the time we spoke to them back in 2017 and now, uh, Mula had also come to the attention of the Commerce Commission because of some of its practices. Uh, numbers of things that it did, for example, was it was forced to refund up to 50 borrowers who were uh, offered um, loans with annualized interest rates of up to 500 147.5%. Crikey. Yeah. And uh, other things. They took separate legal action also in July 2021 for engaging in cartel behavior over Google Ads. Uh, what else did they do? Mm. So and in March, yep. in March 2021, they agreed to pay $2.8 million to current and former borrowers after it acknowledged it had charged unreasonable credit and default fees. So it's not the first time. It's not a surprise, really, that we're seeing this today. Uh, it's unfortunate, though, for those people who have lent money to this company. We'll see what happens with that. Okay, let's talk about the Reserve Bank and the actions it's taking to cool the economy, pulling on the interest lever. What's yeah, it done? Yes. Well, we got the a real estate market. Yes, we got a report today from Tony Alexander Real Estate and the Real Estate Institute. They do a report uh, frequently, and they talk about uh, how the industry players, those are the agents and brokers and so on, are what their view is of the market. And their view of the market is, is that the Reserve Bank's actions to raise interest rates and scare the market into fearing a recession uh, has had immediate effect on the real estate market. They're saying that there's been a net 48% uh, drop in the number of people attending open homes um, compared with a net 3% in October. Uh, 39%, net 39% also seeing fewer people at auctions, so fewer people taking the, going there, and uh, that compared with a net 10% in October, so that's a big difference. Uh, also that um, investors had been 
had pulled back from the market as well as first home buyers. While there were some investors still in the market, for example, they weren't buying because they're looking for bargains. But the, according to Tony Alexander, he said that uh, those bargains had dried up, so there was none really to be had. Mm, don't know what's going to happen with that. But in the meantime, uh, all 13 regions that they surveyed had seen prices drop. And what numbers have you got for us from the market, please? Right. So the top 50 index, it dropped nearly a third of a percent. There was a 46-point drop to 11,632. Not a surprise that we were seeing that in Asia as well, after the U.S. Uh, posted some stronger economic data, which made the fear of interest rate hikes back on the cards. So uh, Asian stocks also retreated. Uh, the New Zealand dollar, it dropped a whole U.S. cent, uh, basically overnight, to 63.3 U.S. cents, but holding pretty steady against the Aussie at 94.1 cents and 51.9 British pence. Thank you, Nona. Ka kite, Nona Peltier with Business News.